Hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews X-Men Apocalypse. I saw this on Sunday in a roasting hot, jam-packed full cinema with tons of kids in the audience. Unfortunately, I don't think this is a little kiddie kind of movie and it should have been a 15 not a 12a. For me it was a bit too violent and too bloody for kids. Even in my cinema a mother took her two kids, I'm guessing they were under 10, out. So there you have it, too violent for little kids but it's still a 12a. Hmm, go figure. Anyway, on with the show. Starring James McElvoy, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, Nicholas Holt, Oscar Isaac, Rose Byrne, Evan Peters, Sophie Turner, Ty Sheridan, and in a blink and you'll miss it, also fucking up the timeline cameo, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. The plot, the first ever mutant apocalypse, was betrayed by his followers just as he was transferring his conscience into yet another body in 3500 BC. Now years later, his pyramid is found and he rises again to cleanse the world of all humans and start over with the only the strong mutants at his side. So the X-Men must band together to stop him and his four horsemen including Angel and Storm before he starts off an apocalypse. Hence his name, I'm guessing. Hey. So the movie opens on something straight out of Stargate in the year 3500 BC as Apocalypse played by Oscar Isaac is looking for a new host body, this one with regenerative powers straight out of Wolverine. However, he is betrayed and stopped then buried alive as this pyramid is pulled down around him and his four horsemen are killed. Years, decades if not centuries later, CIA agent Moira McTaggart stumbles across Apocalypse's pyramid and mistakenly awakes the sleeping demigod mutant. So causing an earthquake that is felt across the globe, while awakening Apocalypse finds his first horseman in Storm, played by Alexander Ship, who takes him to get his second horseman, Psylocke, played by Olivia Munn, who has the power to create an energy sword or whip in one hand while wielding a samurai sword in the other. Psylocke takes both Storm and Apocalypse to get his third horseman, cage fighter Angel, played by Ben Hardy, who had lost his first fight to Nightcrawler, played by Cody Smith McPhee, burning his, his wings off on the electrical fences of the cage. Nightcrawler is helped to escape by Mystique, played again by Jennifer Lawrence, and is taken to Xavier's school. In the meantime, the world is on high alert, looking for Magneto, played by Michael Fassbender, who ten years earlier tried to kill Nixon on the White House lawn, as the events of Days of Future Past shows. However, he has settled down in Poland and married and also has a little kid. Unfortunately, during the earthquake, he saved a fellow steelworker and the police track him down, killing both his wife and child, causing Magneto to kill all the police in a rather nasty, blood-soaked way. Back at Xavier's school, new recruit Cyclops, played by Ty Sheridan, is getting shown around by his brother Havoc, played by Lucas Till, where he bumps into Jean Grey, played by Sophie Turner. Meanwhile, Back at his old work, Manito is about to take revenge on his work colleagues when Apocalypse pops up from nowhere in his teleportation globe and makes him his final horseman. Xavier, played once again by James McAvoy, uses Cerebro to track down Magneto. After Raven tells him about Poland, unfortunately, Apocalypse feels this and teleports to the school, blowing up the school, killing Havoc. 
Helicopters then surround the school as Colonel Stryker takes Quicksilver, played by Evan Peters, who decides to track down Magneto and tell him he is his father. Moira, Raven and Beast, played by Nicholas Holt. However, Jean gets Nightcrawler to teleport her and Cyclops onto the helicopter as all three are trapped, taken along for the ride in an electrical cage, stopping Nightcrawler's powers. Helping the X-Men escape, Jean releases Logan from his cage, played for the eighth time by Hugh Jackman. In some kick-ass, if bloody scenes, he kills all the troops at Aquiline Lake and then runs off. In Egypt, Apocalypse and his horsemen hold Xavier, which they kidnapped before the school blew up. He uses Xavier's mind power to spread a message of fear, telling the world the apocalypse is coming and mankind is doomed. Once again, using Xavier's mind power, Apocalypse causes all nuclear weapons in the world to launch at the same time by controlling all the humans' minds in the submarines and silos. Then gets Magneto to destroy all the metal in the world, destroying some of the world's landmarks, including Sydney's Opera House. Magneto is stopped by Mystique and Quicksilver, arriving with the other X-Men in a stolen Falcon plane from Alkaline Lake, including some nifty new outfits. So it's down to Beast, Jean Grey, Cyclops and Nightcrawler to stop Apocalypse and his horsemen as he tries to steal Xavier's body. Nightcrawler and Angel duke it out in round two, teleporting all over the place and then finally with Angel getting trapped in some sort of steel cage. As Cyclops, Cyclops, Psylocke, sorry, Psylocke takes on Beast while Storm takes on Cyclops and Jean. Nightcrawler finally gets away from Angel and rescues Xavier just in time as Apocalypse almost stole his body and mind. Now linked with the demigod, Xavier finds him in his mind. However, almost beaten, he calls on Jean for help. She comes into his mind as Phoenix, unfortunately not played by Famke Janssen. In reality, Apocalypse is now turned on by Magneto and Storm as Cyclops blasts him with his beams. It's down to Jean unleashing her full power of the Phoenix to kill Apocalypse. So with her master defeated and Angel dead in a plane crash, Psylocke walks away. Xavier has now recovered, however is now bald and is leading a new, now rebuilt school with Raven teaching her their kids how to fight in the holodeck, oh sorry, danger room as credits roll. So that was X-Men Apocalypse, it's the 90s cartoon on screen and finally, after years, the X-Men are done justice. This is just great folks, however, a good 20 or 30 minutes should have been cut out and as I said earlier, this is not for little kiddies, however, it is only a 12A slash PG-13 if you're American. I'm going to give this thing a quite large 7 out of 10, do not listen to these stupid critics on Rotter Tomatoes or Metacritic, what the hell it is in some of the database, this is quite a good movie. However, as it says, 20 to 30 minutes could be cut out. So, come back next month when I look at the classic horror franchise, The Omen, and don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me at Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Goodbye.